Thank you. Uh, you guys can go ahead and take a seat. So, um, since we kind of are doing something a little unusual tonight, I thought it might be good, and especially for transitions and everything else, to just kind of go through what we're doing. So hopefully when you came in, John gave you one of those little pieces of paper. And basically, we've got just a real brief order of service. This will be pretty pretty, ch- pretty uh, somber, pretty, um, pretty short, actually, um, but hopefully meaningful and um, uh, just time to really connect with God. Uh, in that spirit, I do want to just pray and ask God to continue to be with us. So Lord, we do want to spend our days, however long or short they might be, loving you because you have raised us up with Christ. And so, Lord, I just ask that those words that we just sang, um, that that would be the cry of our heart, that all that we do here tonight would be about turning back to you, finding the ways in which we kind of naturally wander and just like confessing those to you and coming back to you again. Um, God, help us do that. And uh, yeah, amen. Okay. So we'll start with um, four scriptures that kind of just help us get in the mindset of what Lent is really all about. Uh, And then after we do that, we're going to spend a little time waiting in silence. And so if you see in your program, it says, you know, kneeling optional. And I really want to emphasize the uh, optional-ness of kneeling. I find it to be really meaningful, and so that's what I'm going to do. But this is a really hard floor. We don't want anybody to get injured. So the, the purpose here is really just to experience God's presence and to kind of just practice a posture of repentance. And so whatever that looks like for you, however that's comfortable, do that. Um, you know, kneeling is kind of a traditional way to do that. But we're just going to spend a couple moments in silence um, just waiting on the Lord, before the Lord. Um, not really even necessarily trying to pray, just being in God's presence um, in silence. Before we, before we do that. And then we'll take some time to pray, um, and then we're going to do the imposition of ashes. And so during the imposition of ashes, we'll just play, a, you know, kind of like our normal communion track. And um, when you come forward, I'll rub some ashes on your head and say, dust you are, and to dust you will return. And the purpose of that isn't to, like, put a curse on anybody or anything like that. It's just really to help us remember that death is something that is going to happen to us all so that we can treasure the life that's been given to us as a gift from God. And so that we are really thinking intentionally um, about what it means to live a life that is devoted to Jesus. Uh, And we do the ashes and the sign of the cross so that we remember the hope that we have in Jesus and in his resurrection, right? Uh, And then uh, we'll take some time to confess our sins to God. And we'll do that together uh, through the reading of Psalm 51, which I'll just read that. And then all together we'll read kind of a traditional confession that kind of is just a really good uh, confession for us to to take to heart and to practice. And then after we repent, the good news is we get forgiven, right? So we'll have a little pronouncement of forgiveness. And then we'll enjoy communion with God, right? And so the whole evening is really just kind of one long reflection on what it means to turn back to God, 
Uh, and then during, uh, we'll, we'll have one song for communion, um, and then we'll do prayer ministry. So uh, a lot of times when we do stuff like this, some things might get stirred up, um, and you might want to pray about those things. Uh, if you're grieving or um, just needing to pray about sin or whatever, we want to make time and space for that. So uh, at this time, uh, I'm going to ask Lindsay to come up and read the first scripture, and we'll just we'll just move right through these scriptures. So. And here, let's get you the. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness. Like dawn spreading across the mountains, a large and mighty army comes, such as never was in ancient times, nor ever will be in ages to come. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate and slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows, he may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord, for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly. Gather the people, consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priest who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abiding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. From Second uh, Corinthians. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I help you. I tell you now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. We put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. 
Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, in riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love, in truthful speech, and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying, and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing, and yet possessing everything. From Matthew 6, Jesus said, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that you may be giving in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now I'm just going to read a little um, excerpt from a book of common prayer, just sort of inviting us to do what those scriptures are inviting us to do, which is to repent, to turn back to God, to consider him worth everything, um, and to follow him with our whole heart. And so uh, I can't really improve on this. I, I just love these words. So, dear people of God, The first Christians observed the great devotion, the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection, and it became the custom of the church to prepare for them by a season of penitence and fasting. This season of Lent provided a time in which converts to the faith were were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when those who, because of notorious sins, had been separated from the body of the faithful and they were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness and restored to the fellowship of the church. Thereby, the whole congregation was put in mind 
of the message of pardon and absolution set forth in the gospel of our Savior, and of the need which all Christians continually have to renew their repentance and faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church, to observance of a holy Lent, by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word, and to make a right beginning of repentance. And as a mark of our mortal nature, let us now kneel before the Lord, our Maker and Redeemer. And of course, don't kneel if that's uncomfortable for you, but we'll just take a few minutes of silence here. going to pray. Lord, thank you for saving us from death. God, we turn in our hearts to you in a fresh and new way. God, help us to be in touch with our limits and our need for you, to cry out to you and to find you faithful. So, um, at this time, without saying amen, I'm going to just invite us to kind of enact this prayer through the symbol of putting on uh, ashes. If you want ashes, um, just invite you, while the music's playing, to just step forward, and um, I'll say, dust you are, and to dust you return. Um, Again, that's not to put a curse on anybody or anything like that, but it's just to remind us of our mortality and our need for the resurrection hope that only Jesus can offer us. Uh, so we'll do that at this time. So if you would, go ahead and play the music. Dust you are, to dust you return. Let's confess our sins to God, starting with Psalm 51. I'm going to just read this, and then we'll go through uh, the corporate confession altogether. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And so you are justified when you speak and upright in your judgment. Indeed, I have been wicked from my birth, a sinner from my mother's womb. For behold, you, took, you look for truth deep within me and will make me understand wisdom secretly. Purge me from my sin and I shall be pure. Wash me and I shall be clean indeed. Make me hear of joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. 
Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. I shall teach your ways to the wicked, and sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from death, O God, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness, O God of my salvation. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Had you desired it, I would have offered sacrifice, but you take no delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. And so now I invite you, if you're comfortable, to just read along and pray this prayer of confession that the the church has prayed for centuries. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Sorry, I've got to find a thing to say. The, the good news is that when we come to Jesus, he forgives us. And so I just say, in the name of Jesus Christ, having confessed your sins to him, he forgives you. Receive his grace. Receive his mercy. Receive his love. Receive the fellowship of eating at the table with him. And that's what we're going to do in this next song of worship. Uh, just invite you to come forward. Uh, we had to make a last-minute run because of uh, my own uh, problem. Uh, and so we have Wonder Bread tonight, so that's why we're doing little cups. So there are little, um, little holders for the cups in the chairs. Uh, there's like a little ring. You can just put the cup in there when you're done. But just come forward and um, take this meal together, and we'll, uh, we'll just eat it all together and as we sing this last song. Okay? So I invite you to stand, sing, and take communion.
because God is so good to us and so gracious, and there's power in confessing our sins to him and receiving his forgiveness, we really want to make space and time to offer prayer ministry. So um, you guys know how we do this. Um, during this last song, if you want prayer, come forward. And if you've got something heavy on your heart you need to confess, man, this is a really good night to do it. Um, if you just need help because you are really connected to your limitations and you know um, just like life is hard, that's a really good reason to get prayer too. I know these are kind of vague, but um, really if you just want someone to pray with you, for you, just step forward. Somebody on our prayer team just put their hand on your shoulder and ask how they can pray for you. Let's pray during this last song.